This is a broadcast of Shadier Community Church under the leadership of our pastor, Reverend Glenn Chucha. www.shadierchurch.com. Jesus is alive. Remember, Abraham sent Lot. Lot ran off to Sodom. God comes and visits Abraham and lets him in on, on some of the things that are about to happen. You know, I love it when God lets you in on things. He's wiser than you are. He's smarter than you are. He's been around a lot longer than you are have, have been. You could trust Him. He knows better. And sometimes He lets us in on what He's doing. And so He tells Abraham, and He says, I'm going to destroy Sodom. The cry of their sin has come up to me. And, and just like when Ab, Abel, Abel was killed by Cain, Cain killed Abel, the Bible says the blood from, uh, cries to God from the ground. You know, there comes a point where God says, enough is enough. It's like the billboard down in the south. It says, don't make me come down there now, signed God. Boy, watching these elections, you kind of wonder. And Abraham says, God, for... Thinking, I'm sure he was thinking about Lot, his nephew over there in Sodom. God, what if there's 50 righteous? Will you destroy the whole city for 50, even though there's 50 righteous people? And God says, for 50 righteous, I won't destroy the city. And Abraham says, well, what if there's just five less, 45? For 45, I won't destroy the city, God says. And he bargains them down, 30, 20, 10. God, for 10 people, will you... Ten righteous will you destroy the city. God says, for ten I won't. Abraham wasn't very good at math. He should have calculated. Okay, there's Lot. There's Lot's wife. There's Lot's two daughters. There's their son-in-laws. That's six. If he had gone down to five, I wonder if Sodom would still be here today. He gave up. And before we criticize him, we're like that too, aren't we? You're praying for something and you're not seeing it and you give up. Praying for your kids to get saved and, and you give up. Praying for your parents or your brothers or your sisters or your spouse and you quit. Maybe you're praying for, for deliverance and you, you, you give up. And you go back to those old habits and, and you're not keeping praying for God to set you free. Maybe you're, you're praying for, for um, a miracle of healing and you give up. You're praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost or you give up. Abraham stopped at 10. He should have kept going. You know, there's times you need to pray a bit more. We see this in the parable of the importunate widow in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 where the Bible says he made this parable to this end that men not always to pray and not give up. And he talked about this, this widow kept coming before this judge again and again and again. The Bible describes him as an unrighteous judge. And this is how God wants you to pray by the way. She kept bugging him day after day. He would be coming out of the courtroom and there she'd be sitting right outside. Uh, your Honor, I want to talk to you. Can you just give me one minute of your time, Your Honor? He'd be coming to work the next day and there she was uh, waiting in the road for him. I've been waiting for you. I need to talk to you about something. He'd go out for a bite to eat and there she was sitting at the next table. Excuse me, over here, we've got to talk. And she kept bugging him. 
day after day after day and she would not give up. Finally, the unjust judge says, that's it, just, just to get rid of this woman, just to, to get her to stop bugging me, I'll do it, I'll do it, whatever, I'll take care of it. And God says, will not the God of the universe so do for His children that cry out to Him day and night? He wants you to bug Him. He wants you to keep insisting. You see, faith is not based on what you see. The Bible defines faith is the substance of things unseen. It's the substance of things you can't see. When you can see it, it's not faith. When you can touch it, it's not faith. When you can figure it out on your own, it's not faith. It's in those times when there's no answers, there's no simple solutions, and you keep praying, and you keep pleading, no matter how far away they have gotten away, or how difficult it seems, you keep coming before God again and again and again, and says, I will not give up until you answer. Just like Jacob who wrestled with the angel and says, I will not let you go till you bless me. I use that often in my own prayers. God, I am not getting up off my knees. God, I am not leaving this place. Oh God, I am not going to bed until I've heard from you that you have heard me and you're going to answer. And that's the kind of prayer that God answers. Finally, in closing, I have a friend uh, who's a pastor in Ontario. And, and when he was young, he had gotten into the scene of fast cars and fast women. And, and uh, he'd grown up in a, well, with a, a Christian parent. And as um, he was getting into this lifestyle, sometimes he'd come home late at night, two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning. And there was one problem. You see, he had to go past the living room. And on the way past the living room, there would be his mother praying up a storm for her son. I think she was praying so hard she didn't even notice him come in. But he had to walk past her day after day. Every time he did it, he'd come in and there she was praying for him until she was sure he was safe and in bed. You know, that started to get to him. He could get away from all kinds of things. But he couldn't get away from that. His mother's prayer started following him. He'd run into Christians who had witnessed to him. And finally, uh, somebody invited him to church. And he decided, well, I'm going to go. The girls are prettier there. He got to church. You know something? He met somebody. It wasn't the girl. It was the man, Jesus Christ. And God met him in that church. And he gave his life back to Christ. He got rid of the fast cars, stayed away from the fast woman, got away from the drugs and the drinking, and started serving God with all of his heart. Right now, that guy's a pastor in Ontario preaching the gospel for Jesus Christ because his mother would not give up. Don't give up. Don't stop at ten. Keep going till you're sure God's hurt. And God's answered. Don't stop when, when you don't have that healing yet. You keep bugging God. Don't stop until you've, you've gotten rid of those habits that are dragging you down. If you have to come here Sunday after Sunday and come to the altars for prayer, I'll pray with you and we'll believe God for a miracle. 
Don't stop until you see God provide. Don't stop until you see all your families come to Christ. You hold on to Him. You bring the promises to Him. And you expect God to do great things. You know, I I think some of these things needed to be said. Actually, I know they did. And I know God's speaking to some hearts right now. There's some of you that you've been on the verge of giving up. Don't ever, ever give up. God's got good things ahead for you. Some of you have been battling and losing the battle. Fight harder. Because God's on your side. And He's going to win. you got family members that aren't saved. You keep praying until every single one of them is not only saved, but sharing the gospel with everybody they know. You might have a tough time paying the bills. You start living for Christ with all of your heart. You start making those sacrifices and God will take care of the rest. And He'll raise you up and He will bless you. doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. You need those valleys. You need those dark times because, you know, nothing grows on the mountaintop. It's in the valleys that things grow. It's when things are tough, you're going to grow in your faith. It's when things are difficult, you're going to grow in Christ. And you cherish those times because they will bring fruit. And the sacrifices you make to serve God when it's tough and when it's difficult will bring blessings poured upon your head because that's the God of the Bible. A God who loves you. A God who accepts you with all your faults and your flaws. And a God who desires the best for you. And like Abraham, we'll make you great if you make God great and put Him upon the throne of your life and serve Him with all of your heart. That means it's not always going to be easy. There's going to be times it's going to be tough. But if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. It's when you're doing it, when it's tough and when it's hard, that's when the blessings come. You keep pushing through. You keep praying through. You keep seeking the face of God and He will bless your life. Can you say amen to that? You know, finally, in closing, it all comes back to faith and that first relationship with Christ. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. You need to let Him into your life because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're not talking joining a church. We're talking a relationship with God where you can let God into your life. He will forgive you of all your sins. Not only forgive, but forget. He'll be the best friend that you've ever had. And He will also so write your name down in His reservation book in heaven called the Lamb's Book of Life so that when you get there, all you got to say is, Hey God, my name's in that book because I let you into my life one day back in Shadow Gay in 2016. And God will say, No problem. Come on in, son. Come on in, lady. And He'll bless you in the meantime. But you've got to make that decision. No one else can make that for you. And I want to give you an opportunity to let Christ in. And we're going to be closing in just a moment. But could you bear with me just another couple minutes while I pray for you and give people an opportunity to let Jesus into their lives. Father, as we come before You right now, we ask for the presence of Your Holy Spirit to fill this place and touch our hearts and move within us, O God, that You would stir us, O Lord, and show us where we stand with You. That if there be anybody here today that does not know You as a Savior, that they will let You in and come to find You, O Lord, as a better friend than they've ever had. In Jesus' name, right now, in the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, touch us, Lord. Touch us right now. Move amongst us, O God. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye shut, maybe you're here today and you realize you don't have a saving relationship with Christ. You're not sure you're on your way to heaven, but you want to let Him in. All you got to do is say a simple prayer with me. But before we do that, I'd like to pray for you. Just, just raise your hand and say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to know Christ is my Savior. Yes, thank you. You can put it down. Anybody else? God's speaking to your heart. You want to let Jesus into your heart and into your life. Just going to give you an opportunity right now. It's not joining a church. It's just saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus in my life. One last call. You want to let Jesus in. Just raise your hand to say, Pastor, pray for me. Yes, thank you. I'd like you to say this prayer with me. If you say this prayer and you mean it from your heart, God will forgive all your sins and come into your life. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. Come into my life and help me follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Shuchak will be back with closing words in a moment. But we want to thank you for your gifts to keep us on the air. If you would like, please send a check to Shadigay Community Church to the address given at the end of this program. Please mention today's date when you write. Here now is Pastor Shuchuk. If you don't have a church, we would love to see you at either of our services this Sunday at 11 a.m. or 6 p.m. On our evening service this Sunday, October the 23rd, we're going to be showing the film Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Next weekend, October the 29th and 30th, we're going to be doing a live presentation of the play Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. It's a multimedia presentation showing what it's going to be like to end up in heaven or to be dragged to hell if you miss the boat. So that's going to be Saturday, October the 29th at 7 p.m. and Sunday, October the 30th at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m., a live presentation of Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. We really hope you can join us for that at Shadowgate Community Church. Again, that's Saturday, October the 29th at 7 p.m. and Sunday, October the 30th at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. That's Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames at Shadowgate Community Church. We hope you can join us there. May God bless you. You can join us for our Sunday services at 11 a.m. at 111 Lausanne Street in Chateauguay, Quebec, just east of Saint-Jean-Baptiste. For more information, you can visit our website at www.chateauguaychurch.com or call 450-699-HOPE, 450-699-4673.